Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Well, guys, you know that in this day and age, we are all wondering about what's next and how to pivot if we have our own businesses. If we don't have our own businesses and we were thinking about starting one, should we start now? And I'm going to say that you're thinking about all the right things, right? We should always be thinking about pivoting and we should always be thinking about moving forward. And today's guest is a woman who's no stranger to both of those topics, right? She is the founder of Aligned Intelligence and has been seen everywhere from Ford's Forbes. Ah, not Fords. I'm sure she knows a little bit about Fords. We are Americans. Yeah. <laughs> but from Forbes to Huffington Post. And she yeah. is on a mission and her sole goal in life is to help entrepreneurs stop secretly struggling. I mean, I just want to say that again. Like, why do we do this in secret? Number one, right? Yeah. Why are we not okay with voicing why, when, we, when we're struggling or why, right? And mm-hmm. she wants to help us live in alignment with our dreams so that we can scale our businesses to six and seven figures, not just do it, but do it fast. Mm-hmm. So tune in, get your pens and paper ready and help me welcome Miss Mia Hewitt. Hey, Mia. Hey, so good to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. I love the oh, name I'm- of your show. Like, I love like, let's just slay, like, right? Like brunch, yeah. slay. come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can't go wrong with either of those. No, no. That's why I'm like, it's the perfect name. It's the absolute perfect name. Brunch and Slay. Yes. I love what you just said um, inside of even introducing me. It's like only, you know, only 2% of female entrepreneurs ever break a million. And I think that is just like so silly to me, like not in like a bad, like not a judgment as a like, that doesn't have to be like, why are we, why is that? Right. And I love what we're going to talk about today because I think that it's going to really see why is that? Why do we do that in secret? Why do we struggle in secret? And why is it that, and how that's related to why only 2% of females um, ever, you know, break that $1 million mark. And it just, just doesn't need to be because I grew up poor. So it's not, if I can do it and there's nothing special about me, there's definitely anyone else can do it. So. No, you you literally must be reading my mind because that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. I mean, yeah. when we talk about scaling businesses, a lot of us are literally in the beginning, just thinking about keeping the business open, right? Yeah. Most people won't allow themselves to be ambitious enough to really think about six or seven figures. So let's, let's just go ahead and dive in. I would love to know why you targeted those two, you know, numbers and that's what you lead with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because it, it's fascinating to me. So, you know, since I grew up poor, um, my whole, like when I was 13 years old, my dog died because our house was so infested with fleas that they literally sucked the blood out of them. And I remember praying, making, you know, praying to God, crying, remember saying like, if I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I am going to become wealthy. And then when I do, I'm going to give it to the world. Like I'm going to tell people how, because like, 
why do we live this way, right? Like, this is not the way it should be. Um, and so fast forward, I built this multi-million dollar, you know, brick and mortar business. Um, I, you know, I had a partner at the time and we built it to, you know, multi-million dollars. And here I am and I'm thinking like, I'm thinking I will arrive. Like I will get like, I'll get to this point And like, I don't know what I was thinking, but like the pearly gates were going to open and it's going to be like, you are arrived. You are a, an authority. Ding. Like some fairy godmother is going to announce me authority. And I'm going to be like, ah, I am confident now. And it didn't happen like that. Amira. I was like, I still struggled so much with self-doubt, constantly being worried, like, am I going to do this wrong? Was that wrong? Was that right? What is that person going to think of me? Um, did I not say that right the way, you know, like always judging myself, constantly beating myself up. And so I was just thought like, this just can't be it. Like, what's the point? If all, if all of that was to get here, well, what was the point? And so I started questioning everything about my life. And I, I went out and I hired the best and the best. I've paid a half a million dollars of my own coaching. Um, I've worked with best-selling authors and you know super famous people in personal development. And at the end of the day, uh, and this is not a judgment because we can only give someone that which we have, right? So I don't mean this in a judgment, but I, at the end of the day, what I basically got was they would say to me, well, just think differently. Like, just, just think differently. And I was like, if I could think differently, don't you think I would have already done that by now? Like, I was so mad. Yeah. I wanted to kill people. <laughs> I was really angry. And I remember this one guy, it was like the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. I remember this one guy, very famous, says to me, you know, you just need to go in your room and lock the door and not come out until you figure this out. And this is when I was like, what? You know, like I didn't need to pay you all this money to do that. I could have just stayed in my room myself, but it got me, it was the blessing in disguise because it literally, I, from that day, I became obsessed. Now it, I'm not an overnight success. It took me six years of being obsessed because I didn't have a mentor to show me how to do this to actually uncover the truth about what really has us secretly struggling and how we actually need to come, like how do we really stop struggling? And it's not what people think. The key that I most want the world to know is, um, I'm gonna say it like this, Amira, because I know that this is gonna make a lot of sense, even though you know, you're gonna help me explain it for those people listening, but I wanna say it like this. So if like for, so for instance, when we're born, you know, every single person, every baby is born completely whole, perfect and complete. Like there's not one baby born with a self-esteem issue, not one, right? And so if this is your life and you're born this way, whole, perfect and complete, what happens to us is that we will, a, a child grows by an emotional bond of trust. That's what allows them to explore their world and like be able to like go out and like see, you know, what works, what doesn't work in the contrast and like know um, themselves, know who they are. Well, when an experience happens and it, and I get the most amount of people that it happened to them around four and five, but it'll happen between, I've had as early as 15 months to seven years old. It's somewhere in there. It'll be the first um, original experience. You'll they'll have an emotional, what we I call an emotional trauma, where emotionally something happens 
And it got you to like totally question yourself. Like you blindsided you. You didn't even know that could happen. And then you start to question yourself and you begin to think that who you are is not enough. They're not good enough. There's something wrong with you. And that creates an emotional loop, an open loop of a pattern that starts running in the background of our minds. Okay. From that day forward, right? Every other negative emotional event will just become a deeper version of the same damn trauma, same trauma over and over again. Right. It's not a new one. It'll be the same one, different place, different face, different situation, maybe different person, but same trauma until we heal it. Now, once we heal it, and this is emotional, right? Once we heal it and we close that loop, what we can now do is we're free emotionally to then create the patterns we do want, right? Now, the reason why that... I could not understand like when they would just say, well, just think differently. Everybody keeps looking for it in the mind, but the mind just reinforces that negative um, self-talk or the critic. That's just a symptom that's reinforcing the deeper emotional cause. So I couldn't just get my mind to stop doing that because emotionally I still felt inadequate. (laughs) And so until I healed the emotions and then I freed my mind, now I actually don't have a voice that runs in my head anymore. I don't beat myself up. I'm not worried about people's judgments of me. Like I really get like how everything works in the mind. And it's like, now I'm free to be me. And I just am here to just offer what it is that I have found. I'm not looking to sell anybody anything. Those that are matched to what I'm offering just naturally gravitate to me. Like everything just got easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No, I get it. It's literally, I mean, there's so much truth in what you just said. I am, everybody knows that I am a self-discovery, like, junkie. Yeah. Um, Not even, I don't say self-help because I'm not interested in that. This is not, it's the journey. I really have been on a mission to just navigate this journey and and enjoy this experience um, to the best of, of my ability. And that means that we recognize those things like what you're talking about as far as those wounds and why it literally takes one time somebody saying something negative to disillusion you, right? That's all it takes is one. Mm-hmm. And I, I love knowing that you've spent time educating us because those are blocks. It's not, it's, it is learned behavior, but you have to unlearn it. And it starts with finding that trauma. And I know that negative self-talk is something that you fight against, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. talk to me about, some of those tools that we've learned about healing? How do we jump into that healing? Yeah. The first thing is, because you're going to see that all the negative self-talk, like every time I ask people, you know, like when they'll come on a call with me and I'll do a discovery with them and I'll say, okay, so tell me like, what do you hear when you beat up on yourself? What does the voice in your head say? And they give me the negative self-talk. We will see a direct link it will directly link to when they were four years old or five years old and what happened to them that they then made it mean something about them that then they keep running that pattern over and over. It's just another version of that deeper emotional. And the reason why this is so big, like I'm not underestimating why this is debilitating for people. Like I really, I'm 
I was completely debilitated. Like here I am successful on the outside, but inside a failure, right? I felt like a complete failure. So I'm not underestimating how debilitating it is. But the reason what I want to give people the most, the reason is like we can see when you can see that everywhere you're being stopped in life is really only linked to that original trauma and what you said about yourself. Now you have real power to begin to unravel the misunderstanding and misconceptions that at four you had. Like we look lovingly at ourselves. I mean, we were four, right? We were five. We were six, whatever the age you were. It's like you didn't know a different way and you would have had to have had parents, which none of my, neither myself nor anybody who's ever come to me had, who knew how to process their emotions, So what caused the emotional break or the break in trust was an emotional experience that we didn't know how to process. So we learned to process our emotions. We learned, and and this is the most fascinating thing to me, Amira, is because we can understand logically that we would never eat all the food that we do, you know, eat and drink and not be able to pee and poop or we would kill ourselves. Like the toxins in our body would literally kill us. But yet we don't think of that as a society. Like when we feel negative emotion and we don't know how to process, that negative emotion has to go somewhere in our bodies and it creates disease, right? The disallowance of ease. And so a lot of my entrepreneurs will come and they'll say, Um, Oh my gosh, you know, because of this, um, I have irritable bowel syndrome or I have panic attacks or um, I've developed autoimmune disease or I get migraines or like it's any version of that or I overeat, I go to sugar, right? Um, It's so fascinating how that will cause us when we don't know how to process how we're feeling and, you know, come back into our power, it literally creates all these other symptoms, right? And then we're just battling symptoms. So I want to make sure I'm answering your question. Like, you know, no, I think you're, you're spot on. I mean, for me, I literally, if you, you will understand this more than anybody, what you seek is seeking you. Right. So this is something I have been probably talking about the last few weeks, even literally I'm listening to you and I'm just sitting here in awe Mm -hmm. of the great I am for continuing to reaffirm that this is the path that we should be sharing. Uh, Disease, disease, like we we were talking about, that is the ultimate distraction. So oftentimes when we are uprooting or finding the root of our discomfort or what's holding us back, distractions will present themselves in our health, in our family, in our mind space, right? Our self-talk. And those are literally the discomfort of your ego because the ego knows that once you boot it out of the way, you can truly walk in your purpose is what I believe. And hearing you say that is, I love hearing the translation in every different way that we know that we're on the right path. And I, and I totally get what you're saying. It's this blockage. And the thing is, it comes from uh, uh, several places. One from that initial introduction of lack right? Mm-hmm. That in, initial introduction of, of limitation, whether, whether it was lack of wealth, lack of beauty thinking, right? You feel like you're not pure, pretty enough, not attractive mm-hmm. enough in some capacity. All those things are things that keep you from holding your head high. Yeah. And the one thing I realized is that confidence comes from doing something and, you know, doing it right at least once, right? And so mm-hmm. in order to 
strengthen that confident muscle, confidence muscle as we are building these businesses or stepping out on faith and walking in whatever our path is, yeah. we have to feel like we're worthy. Mm. And the only way to feel that is to go back, like you said, and figure out what made you feel like you weren't worthy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, you know, when my confidence comes from um, really, there's only two things. It comes from how I look at life, like meaning how life really works, not what I've been told how it works, but how I look at life. More Brunch and Slay after this. When it comes to companies that I partner with, I'm intentional. I want to work with people and brands that have a heartbeat within their mission. Faraday has that. It's a brand fueled by purpose and optimism, which is very important to me. It's a family-run business making high-quality, sustainability-minded, feel-good fashions that I'm proud to wear. I wear them because of all the reasons I mentioned. They're built to last a lifetime and I mean, they look good, which is important. I mean, how can I brunch and slay without the proper fashion? So I'm happy to share my appreciation for all things Faraday with you. Right now, you can get 25% off of anything you purchase by listing and using the code BRUNCHSLAY. So head over to FaradayBrands.com forward slash brunch and slay. That's Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brands b-r-a-n-d-s.com forward slash brunch and slay thank me later number one you're speaking my love language you're speaking to my heart and i think this is something that obviously Obviously, I've been saying this for a while, that there was something dropped in our water that we're all supposed to be sharing <laughs> with others. But I love the interpretation because I get it. I get that the deep root is whatever affected us way back when. Something somebody said we weren't attractive. Somebody said we weren't smart enough. We weren't fast enough. We weren't quick enough. And that self-doubt, all it took is one time for us to unlearn what we were born sent here with, right? Mm -hmm. And we know that this is a journey, but the sooner we get those keys, which you're providing, right? How to unblock that negative self-talk, self which is, is, is so difficult. It sounds simple. And I understand your frustration with all the gurus telling you, change the way you think. Well, that's easier said than done, right? Yeah, totally, right? totally. Um, what I did in, what it took me six years to, to uncover, I do for people in eight weeks. So like, I really get like, it's a now phenomena and here's the, here's what I found. So there is a, it's a couple things in my, you know, being obsessed. And it really took me being obsessed 24 seven for six years to uncover this. But like, I want to say it this way first. So awareness is not enough to get a result, right? How many people do we know that, that are aware, but we don't live what they know. Right. And the reason that's so huge, this is this is a huge piece of it, is we've been taught to think that if you just are aware of something, that that's enough to get a result. Like if when I went to therapy for years and I went to four different therapists and each one would say, oh, well, are you aware of this? And are you aware that they would make me aware? But I didn't know what to do with that awareness. It was like, OK, um, yeah, I know I have some issues in my childhood, but 
what do I do with that? Like, it didn't leave me with, well, how do I, what do I do now? So what we have to do, and the reason it takes eight weeks and not an hour, if I could do it in an hour, believe me, I would do it in an hour because who wants to even do it for eight weeks? But here's what, what really needs to happen. To go from this world of being aware, it, and I'm going to dumb it way down because I love making it really simple for people. It's like if you were going to go bake an apple pie and you had never baked an apple pie before. And so, but if you knew that if you just followed the recipe that you were going to get an apple pie, if you put the right ingredients in the right order, you're going to get an apple pie. So awareness is a lot like, well, knowing that you need apples doesn't give you enough to give you an apple pie, right? It's just an awareness. So what we have to do is go from the world of awareness to actually living in this world, which is one of awareness, now being able to emotionally internalize it and understand it, then be able to apply it consistently such that we have new experiences. And then if we're having new experiences, well, the results are a byproduct of those new experiences or a given just like if you followed an apple pie recipe and you put everything in the order of the apple pie and you put it in the oven, you never, ever, ever get a meatloaf. Like it just doesn't happen. Here, right? right, right, right. So like, in a nutshell, we're really focused on the wrong part of the, of the equation. Like it's, yes, like we, we've been taught that if you're just aware, it's going to give you a result and it doesn't. That happened in school when, mm -hmm. you know, we were taught in school that if you memorize something and recite it back, that you're going to get an A. But that doesn't, in the real world and where they exchange results, like as how we do business, mm -hmm. that's actually not the way it works, right? You actually don't, you can't just have the awareness. You actually have to have the understanding, be able to apply it in different circumstances with different people under different contexts, such that you live and breathe it. And then you will get that result guaranteed. It's not like, well, I hope that happens. It's like, no, it happens. Where, where we give up control inside of it is I don't control with who it happens with. I just know that if I do this recipe and do that, I am going to get my result every single time. I just can't try to control with who or, and I give up very easily the how it has to look. I hold to the end. I never let go of the result. And I'm fully committed of already living and breathing there. Like, so what I mean by that is to become a seven figure entrepreneur, you have to begin to feel what it feels like to already be that now. Right? Okay. Okay, Mia. Now that's, that's deep. Let's, let's, yeah. let's let people like that has to soak in. Okay. Right. And I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And it's, it's, it goes back to visualize and it goes to, you know, rolling around with it. Like even as simple as thinking about imagining the car you want to drive. Like, what does that car look like? Like I literally have this dream car that I want. Right. And once I started saying that's my next car, that's the car I want. I see it everywhere. And it's my reminder. It's like, literally you set the domino mm -hmm. and the universe says, Hey, okay, there's another Cayenne, Amira. There's that Cayenne. It's waiting on you, you know, and I get, I get that, but most that's, that's, that's in the process. Okay. Right. So we're, we're think about this as, and I know, you know, this, there are people listening to this. They're like, okay, woo woo fast forward. What are they talking about? I don't get yeah. it because yeah. for some reason we are taught that there is lack. Right. 
And we, and, and, and anybody who's hearing this, if you're thinking this, I'm going to say don't press pause because if you have heard everybody for the last few years saying there's room at the table, then this message is for you because the table has unlimited seating. That's right. Right. That's, that's right. Because what we, we, this is the reason, and I love that you're saying this. So I'm going to really ground it into the practical. So nothing, if wherever you're listening in, no matter where you are, if you're in a house right now, if you're in a car, just look around you. Nothing that you see, the building you live in or the car you're in, nothing has been created from the outside in. Everything is created from the inside out. Meaning for that car to be there, a person had to actually imagine it in their mind bring it down to piece of paper, sketch it out as a blueprint, even the house, but, you know, have a blueprint of it and then take consistent action upon it such until that got materialized in reality. So the way the world really works, not what we're taught, but how it really works is everything is actually created twice. Once inside the mind and internalized into the emotions and then taken action upon until materialized on the outside. But everything, everything is happening inside first. And when we don't understand that, it, then we don't know why we're not getting what we want. Right. No, I, that's perfect. That goes back to everything we've learned, right? You seek and you shall find, um, ask and it shall be given. You yeah. have to, once you create it in your mind, it already exists. The yes. only thing that's missing is the action plan. And the emotions. And because the emotions. If, because if you don't emotionalize it, so feel this, like if before I became a seven-figure entrepreneur, I had to get my mind and my emotions around me being a seven-figure entrepreneur. Like I had to like really feel what would I feel like and what would I be doing as her? Well, at $500 an hour, which is a seven figures, it's, a, it's $500 an hour. I would have to say no to very many distractions. Like all of a sudden my time would become used not on busy things, but on things that I really need to, to make the biggest revenue generating activities. So then I would have to be someone who emotionally believed that it was okay to not do everything herself because you don't become a seven figure entrepreneur by yourself. So for all the do-it-yourselfers, and I was one, I'm a recovering do-it-yourselfer, <laughs> I just really want to say that's not how you get to seven figures. The way you get to seven figures the fastest or even to six figures, let's just even take it down a notch, to get to six figures is you're going to have to hire someone before you feel you should hire them. Because when my entrepreneurs say to me, but Mia, I can't afford to hire them. I said, you can't afford to hire them because you haven't hired. If you would hire somebody to do those low value tasks, you would have more time to really have more revenue, which will then create your next one. So you're going to have to hire some more people, you know, quicker, meaning like to scale. And so it's not, there's no one who's self-made this is the funniest thing about being a self-made millionaire is there's no one who's self-made that did it by themselves. Not one. So the quicker I had to let go of thinking that my value had to do with that. I did it, that I had to work hard, that I had to struggle, that I had to make it really like I had to give all that up. I had to get it all, give it all up and say that I'd have to, I had to claim that I was worthy 
of receiving seven figures or six figures, whatever that is for you, um, before I actually did it. No, I mean, you're like I said, you're speaking to me. I, I think delegation changed my life. I don't remember what book it was I read and I realized, yeah. girl, you are just being busy. You are not accomplishing anything. Yeah. And there are resources, there are ways to find help even when you do not have a budget. So you just have to seek and it will come. What you seek is seeking you, right? Um, totally. So I'm listening to you and I know people are like, okay, great. And 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 that's awesome for them, right? That's awesome. Because we have to, we have to, we have sure. to combat the naysayers because I'm listening and I'm thinking for that person who's never had that moment where they see something in their head and they see it come to action. That's what strengthens that confidence muscle. The more you activate that visualization and that emotion. Yes. Right. Then the more you will see it come to fruition. So as you know, I'm listening to you. And and one reason why I really thought it was important to have this conversation is because number one, as women seeking next level of life and happiness, it's important that we hear from women who've been there. Right. It's important that we know that there's a millionaire literally next door and it is attainable because the money is just going to be printed. Right. It doesn't matter. It's already there. You don't have to make it. It's already there. It's waiting on you. Um, But when we when you think about your journey now, like I want to know what are you wanting to see? Because from your perspective, I don't know very many males. I'll say that who are in your position who actively share it. And then they might not even understand how they got there. They just know that males are a little bit more confident. Like, yeah, it's my money. I own it. Right. We have to literally battle the doubt, the guilt from putting our family, you know, like I'm not doing what my family needs right now because I'm after that $500 an hour, which is nothing wrong with that. You can hire someone to wash those clothes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I want to know what is it like you're coming here. You obviously don't need this. You don't need anybody to seek your help. What do you want to see right now? What are you activating? What are we putting out in the universe with this with this interview right now? What are we claiming? Um, you know, I made a promise to God when I was 13 years old, and I am a woman of my word. You know, I made a promise that when I uncovered the truth that I would give it to the world and I have honored my promise. And so I'm, it's really my whole intention is that I'm 52. So like, I've, you know, I feel like I've got like 25 years of left to like really dedicate my life to really making a difference and an impact in people's lives. And what I want to do is impact 5,000 entrepreneurs who will then in turn impact their 5,000 entrepreneurs so that before I die in some indirect way, in a little way where I'm not claiming it as it's not mine, but in some small way, I got to impact 25 million people's lives. And that means more to me than anything. Because I remember being this little girl struggling, um, like not understanding why were we so poor? Why did um, other people have and we didn't? I couldn't understand why would God create something um, that we're, you know, if he loved all people, why would he create something that would have diversity of like feeling like somebody would have to have less so for somebody else to have more? It didn't make any sense to me. And I've always been a why kid, you know, I've always been like, well, why? Well, why is that happening? Well, why? You know, <laughs> drove my mom crazy. Um, but I just, I want people to know the truth because it was until these pieces clicked, until like where my confidence comes from, and I say this to people all the time, is it comes from 
really understanding how life really works, not how we were taught it worked. And it comes from understanding how we work as a human being, like meaning, you know, it, when I understand that for me to be, and this is for all of us, when how we are in our greatest power is when mentally, emotionally, and physically, we are all in alignment with ourselves. When what we think what we say and how we feel and the actions we take consistently, the habits we build are all in alignment. There is nothing. And I mean, nothing that is off limits, nothing like nothing. I have seen my, I've seen what my clients can do. It's not just me. I've seen what they do and the the things they achieve that people would be like, there's no way that's going to happen. And it totally happens because the alignment within themselves is what caused it to happen. And so alignment is our greatest power. Oh no, I love it. So, you know, the person listening right now, who's like, that sounds great. Yes this is resonating with them on another way because they obviously were seeking this episode. Right. And you, you are where you need to be. I'm saying this to you. I don't know who you are. I don't even know this won't even air. I'm telling you right now, when you guys hear this, this will be probably months after me and I have had this conversation. So this was made just for you. So know that this is for you. Um, and they're wondering where to start. Now, I know you have some Mm -hmm. helpful things. You have a book meant meant for more. Right. Um, and, and you have, uh, obviously social media, they can follow and they can be encouraged, but what steps do you want them to take right now? Like what action items can you give them just to get them started? You know, what can they do right now to yeah. really hone in on, on aligning? Cause that's what we need. We need, we all as women, I believe we need to be aligned because there, yeah. we have work to do and we have work to do. That's why we are yeah. wanting these, this freedom. And we want the resources because we, ha- we can be trusted with the resources. Yes. Just like you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. You're you're everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is exactly what we need. And and I really say this in the sense that um there are people who have read my book, all they did was read my book and it literally changed their life. Like there's a woman right now that is in my inbox. I just saw this this morning, and she said to like literally, I read your book in two days. I cried my lungs out. And after that, I became a new creature, right? She said, the things that I used to worry about are no, I no longer worry. Um, I now understand exactly what it is that I'm here to do and how to make it happen. Like I, the key is the reason I wrote the book and you, your listeners can have it for free. Um, I'll give you the, the, um, the way they can download it for free is if they go to Mia meant for more um, book.com and they'll put in, I know you'll have it in the show notes, but for those listening and they put in the password free book, it's just all together. One word, capital F free book, one word, they'll download it for free. They can read it for free. Um, it's the only place it's available for free because everywhere else they sell it, but they can get it for free and the book will show them exactly everything like it'll help them because I did it in a story form so that they could take, I'm doing it on purpose to take them on their own journey so that they can ask the questions to themselves of exactly how I unraveled it for myself. I literally give them these questions so they can unravel it. And once they see the truth and it will literally like, you know, there's like um, nine chapters, right? So they'll literally uncover 
everything, the what's been holding them back, where the pattern is, the trauma is, how, like what that has, you know, what that has been holding them and then how to free themselves from it inside of really letting that go um, to begin to really be free. So that is where I would start. I would just get the book for free, read the book. Um, It's going to be life changing. There are people all around the world who've you know, they never did another thing with me. All they did was read the book and the book was enough to give them everything they needed to completely free themselves. And that's awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, I don't need everybody to come work with me, but the people who are like, okay, but I, I got this, but I just missing like this other piece. Okay. Reach out. We'll, you know, we'll help you. Um, my intention is to really have people just get the answers and, um, really get the freedom that they really, really want. No, you know what? I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking this is the best way to start my day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I say that because I don't know if you all understand how this thing works. There was a calling on Mia's life, obviously, before she, before the day she opened her eyes. And, and I would say that for me too. And I'd known since I was a kid that I was supposed to help people right? I, when I started Brunch and Slay, it was for people. It was for, and when I started to realize we were supposed to provide resources, I went harder and finding people who had stories they could share that, that you could, that could resonate with us so that we wanted to seek their resources. So to be able to have a blueprint to help us heal is major, you know, and to be able to have these conversations wherever you are in your journey, this, this, this episode will meet you there. You're listening to this obviously for a reason. We are here and we will gravitate and we will share in the knowledge that is, will be uncovered and wherever you are, it will meet you there. And you will start to hear, you listen to this. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw 17 posts right after you listened to this episode that says something similar, right? Because that's how, those are the breadcrumbs. The breadcrumbs to keep you seeking and wanting more. You know, Mia, you can stop me when I'm lying. Um, I think that we, again, I'm going to say it, we have work to do and we cannot heal our children. We cannot lead in these positions. We cannot even lead our government until we are whole. And so Mm -hmm. I am charging all of us to seek wholeness and seek alignment in whatever capacity that makes sense for you because what what makes sense for you and your journey will be very crystal clear to you but to openly have these conversations and to seek guidance and to seek seek counsel right that's what we're doing right now in this this episode we're seeking counsel on how to elevate how to bring resources to the needed and how to operate in whatever it is that's calling our heart. And that doesn't mean you have to be vocal or you're going to start a podcast or you're going to write a book or even have seven figures. It might be six figures and stay at home or six figures and take care of your parents, whatever that is. Guys, these are tools and we have to do our work first. And because if you don't, the doubt that you deserve it will always be there and you do deserve it. You do. We all deserve it. Why you're not? We're not here to struggle. We're not here to to not understand and to leave here wondering why didn't I or sh- I should have. So, man, Mia, I cannot wait um, to to devour what you've created. I I made it a point some years ago to only surround myself around like minded people, and I'm thankful today that. However, we got on this call. However, yeah. we recorded this podcast. Yeah. That 
the favor that God sees on me is shining right through. And I, and I want you guys to hear that in my voice because my life is a series of activating faith. And in every level, there have been times where I felt like the faith was so strong and then life happens and it dissipates, right? Where I get sidetracked, but then there's this inkling that pushes me right back toward the light, pushes me right back toward the journey. And I know 100% that everything you say, you're saying is 100% true. I know that. Um, And thank you. Yes, I love it so much. I love everything you just shared. The one thing that I would just want to add to what you're saying, you know, just with it um, and conglomerate with what you're saying is inside of that seeking, the other piece of that is the receiving, Mm. right? Like you you can ask, but if you don't receive meaning you, you have to allow it. Like, uh, and I'm saying this from, that's the word allow. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I was younger and I was like, the reason why I stayed suffering way too long, when I look back in hindsight, right, this is the value I want to give everybody listening. What I realized was every time I asked, I didn't actually allow the answer. I was still thinking I had to keep seeking. And the only thing I don't want to leave everybody thinking is that it's, yes, you, you in the asking and the seeking, it brings you the breadcrumbs, which is what you're saying, Mira. It's like, yeah, it will show it to you. But if you don't allow yourself to eat and receive it, it doesn't actually then go into the intern. You haven't really applied it emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like who would you be being if you would receive that? Who would, who would you have to be to allow this to be easy? You're right. Mia. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the age old saying there's nothing new. Number one, there's nothing new under the sun. And what do they say? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. Yeah. The horse yeah. has to allow his neck to go down to that tub. And to take in that water. So that's the visual, y'all. So yes, how do I allow? You allow by listening to this episode. You allow by downloading that book. And you allow by setting your attentions when you begin to read it to say, wherever this takes me, I'm ready to receive it. Nice. It's that simple. (laughs) You know, the funny thing is, we start this interview. I had no idea we were going down this rabbit hole. (laughs) I I embrace it. and 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 I am saying right now that there are not many folks who are in your space who would come on this, give a book away for free and not say, Hey, call for my coaching, call for these things. This right now, guys, take heed because this is the level we're all aspiring. This is where we want to get. It's not because once you start to really truly receive and allow you realize it had nothing to do with that carrot that was dangled. It's not about the car, right? That's my dream car. That's my little emotional materialistic want. But I do understand that all my needs are met. It doesn't matter if I have it. It's more of a goal to me to, it's flexing my confidence in what I'm learning. It's like when I want it, I want it cash. I didn't say that part. I don't want a car note. I want to go in and write that cash because that's my tap dance moment to show y'all. It was on the board. It was emotional. I put action behind it and it's mine. It's already nice. mine. It's waiting on me right down the street. At the nice. Regular. So like that, that, nice. that's where we have to be. So man, Mia. Okay. So you are killing it clearly. Okay. Um, um, I'd love to know what vibes and prayers we can send your way as you're navigating to, to reach those 25 million people with, which most people would think that's ambitious, but I think for you, that's peanuts. I, I, you know, I think that's stretching. You're probably going to reach way more than that. So what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, you know, I had a woman really, um, she read my book, she came on and she said, she came onto a call with me and she said, I just want to ask you a question. 
why, if all this work that you're doing and it heals so many people, why are you not famous? <laughs> and I said, that is a great question. I said, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I, I, I thought that was a great question, right? Because yeah. I'm like, she's like, why have I not heard of you? Like, why are you not like Tony Robbins? And I said, I'm going to tell you why. Because you will never see me trying to do what I do to a thousand people. Because what I'm doing is in order for my people to get it, I'm working with low numbers. Like we do 16, 17 people at a time, two people, me and my partner, my support, like to, to, in order to get these results, because how can I ever help a thousand people individually experience what I'm saying until I give you the experience? So the re, you know, I love that. So here's the answer to your question. It's so counterintuitive what I'm going to say, because the like in the sense that the biggest thing that everybody could send me vibes and prayers for is that they that people at the top are open enough to hearing because what I'm saying contradicts the way personal development and therapy is done. So not everybody, and this is really acknowledging you, Amir, not everyone wants to go down this rabbit hole, but like you were willing to go. You're like, yeah, let's bring it. Um, and that says a lot about who you are and your integrity and like what your stand for people. But a lot of people, when I say this to them and I show them the, the truth of how this really is, they get offensive. They get like, wait a minute, that's not the way we do this. I've had, you know, people like, you know, say, you can't be doing that. You're not a therapist. I said, I don't claim to be a therapist. I have my own methodology. It's called aligned intelligence. This is my trademark process. I've never claimed I was a therapist, right? So I have, you know, I come up against, you know, um, resistance inside because it is different. And I understand that. But really just for, you know, for the support is just be open, be open to hearing something you've not heard before, because here's the truth. And I know you see this Amir, in your own practice. There is not one person who ever came to me who had the right problem. Not one. So the fact that you have a problem really means that it, you have the wrong problem. And this is not a judgment here. This is the most loving kindness. I'm going to say it. Any problem, the reason is, is because based on a universal law of polarity, for there to be a problem, the very same moment, the solution equally exists in the exact same moment in time. So that's why if there's an up, there's a down. If there's an in, there's an out. So you can't have a problem without the solution being equally available in the same moment in time. The question is going to be, who do you need to be to allow the solution, to allow the receiving of the answer? And when you can really see it's about allowing and receiving, it's about letting go of what we think it is and being open to like, what is it? I'm just curious. If it's not what I think it is, what could it be? Why, you know, just playing inside of it. And then the answer will come to you. It'll come in, a, in, in an intuition, a download. You know, God speaks to us all the time. We just have to like tune to it, right? If we just listen and ask and then receive, it's just the, the thing that happens. And it used to happen to me. So I'm really saying this for anyone who struggles with it, is that when I would ask and then I would be open, the answer that would come, I'd be like, no, 
that can't be it. I wanted to, right? Have you right. done that? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it can't be that easy. Like, I mean, it's like, no. And it's always easy. It's always, it's and always it's like, easy. We've been taught it, everything is hard. That's why I literally, you guys know I hate the word hustle. We don't need to work that hard to have what we want. It's not that hard. And we have to unlearn that behavior. But you know, I mean, seriously, I'm with you, Mia. I am here for it. I want each and every person who heard this and something resonated with you, I want you to do one thing. I just want you to tag me and Mia on social media and say what you got out of this episode because we are in different territory, right? And I know some people are going to say I'm questioning and I don't care. You know why? Because questions are what make us grow. You, If you went through school your whole academic life and never said why or never said I don't understand and dug deeper, you would have never graduated from whatever you graduated from. And it's time to graduate in life. We're saying we want self-love. We want to live our best life. This is the key. This is step one. To live your best life, we got to go within and we got to allow the greatness and we got to allow that best life in. Woo! All right. Yes. 